0: This episode of Songs and Stories is brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up for a 14-day trial and get a free download book by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories. Listen for more details in this episode of Songs and Stories, which starts right now. Well, hey there, welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 91. I gotta say, I'm really happy to be sitting here on a Saturday morning putting one of these episodes together, because it's been a while. I guess you could say that uh, Songs and Stories went on an unintentional hiatus for the last couple of months. Wasn't planned, and it was for all the right reasons. I've been really, since I posted my Sharon Allen interview at the beginning of May, I think. Uh, playing, rehearsing, or out of town pretty much every weekend uh, with a very patient, supportive wife at the sides, uh, but uh, really busy for all the right reasons, And um, but I've, in the meantime, I've also been queuing up a lot of interviews, so I've got a lot of material built up, and we're going to get back on doing these on a regular basis, and I hope you enjoy what we've got coming up. I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode, and I'm going to get right to it, since you haven't heard one of these in a while. Uh, Last fall, I went to the Far West Folk Conference down in Irvine, California, and I got to be on a panel with Tom Simonson, who's a manager. And we got talking, and I realized that he's actually, you know, singer-songwriter David Wilcox's manager. And so I told him about this Songs and Stories podcast I do, and he said, oh, next time we come through town, we'll have to meet. And we did. Uh, David Wilcox, who just released his 14th album called "Hope Open Hand, is sort of one of those really songwriters, songwriters, guitar players, guitar players kind of guys, and just an amazing guitar player. And I was able to get an audience with him earlier this year. Not earlier this year. It was a couple of months ago. It wasn't that long ago. And uh, he he played for me, played for us, and uh, talked about the new record, the making behind it. And this interview is really interesting, particularly because I think I got talking about songwriting blocks a little bit and he got on this very interesting philosophical discussion about finding the place that songs come from um and really how it's not something tr- like the like the journey not the destination but really how it's finding that place in yourself where songs come from. That's the point. Not really finding the songs themselves. And you'll get get—you'll hear that uh, about halfway through this interview. It's really a great talk with David Wilcox. And I'm going to get right to it. Before I keep saying it, I'm going to get right to it, but I really will. I promise. Before we do, I wanted to thank a few people right off the bat. I wanted to really thank Tom Simonson for organizing this. Uh, I wanted to thank Bev Barnett and Greg Newland, a couple of very fine songwriters and friends of mine. They actually had David Wilcox play at their True Wind Music House Concert Series, and that's where I talked to David after we took over Bev's office. I also want to thank in advance Heidi, David's... Uh, self-appointed social team media ninja who's going to put this out on his Twitter feed. So uh, let's get right to David Wilcox. Uh, also, if you're new to Songs and Stories, you'll you'll know that, uh, or if you're not new to Songs and Stories, you can find links to go with this episode at michaelgaether.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R dot com. Just look for the uh, section for Songs and Stories 91 right there on the main page, and I'll have links to David's CDs, his site, his tour dates, all that information, and I'll also put a link up to True Wind Music so you can see what they're doing if you're in the San Jose area and want to see a great house concert. Uh, David's newest album is called Open Hand, so we're going to kick this off with a little bit of uh, the opening track, Dream Again, and then we'll get right into our discussion with David Wilcox, and then we'll talk a little bit afterwards. So uh, here's a bit of Dream Again off the new release, Open Hand, and a chat with David Wilcox.
1: We had time to dream
2: Our Huckleberry glide downstream That's the way it seemed Time was cheap as gasoline Old Route 66 Through the sticks was our magic carpet? How we used to fly and not look down far across the sea. The history of those ancient empires, we were earning our degree. We'd study hard to stoke our own fires, so summer we could fly, you and I, with our headphones blaring, whistling through the fall. Security police change the homeland threat to orange. Remember back when we were the free and the hopeful nation, home from our vacation.
0: something I've been whenever I whenever I do these it seems like there's always something floating around and I interviewed a local band Houston Jones a few episodes ago and they worked on the new record with a local producer Cookie Marenko who records only on two inch analog tape so I recorded her next then I recorded another interview with a couple of guys Keith Granger and Dan Kai a couple of weeks ago and they recorded their their CD with her and then I'm reading about Open Hand and you did it in seven days on two inch analog tape so I had to ask is this your first step back to analog in a while and what made you make that move Um, it was such a beautiful studio they have
1: all the options and the analog idea was uh, really just kind of a it makes it um, just a real performance it makes it the moment really matter, and it makes the, uh, especially when you're playing with a bunch of other musicians. And uh, I had there were open mics everywhere, so mm-hmm. um, there were no punches. There was no way to fix things because yeah. all the no you know, copying so, and
0: pasting and posting. Yeah, and, yeah and,
1: uh, so it was a, a cool challenge, and it, it just gave it, uh, of course, the more much more beautiful sound and everything, but um, just the challenge of. It
0: just sounds warmer, because yeah. uh, I've heard a couple of records, and I'm really, really listening for the difference between that and, you know, knowing what I know from digital. And just, it just—it sounds so much different. What's has the response been really good to the to
1: the new record? I love playing the stuff. It's really yeah. satisfying. I um, it, usually I uh, there's maybe half of the songs on a record that I wind up playing live, mm-hmm. um, and this I've been playing all of them, so. I mean, not every night, but there's all of them are in rotation, so yeah, it feels good. Well, I wanted to ask, what are you, This is your fifteenth CD, something like that? Yeah, depending on sort of how you count the live things and yeah, things the greatest like that. hits and all that. Yeah, stuff. So. so, what are you still learning by CD number fifteen? I'm starting at the beginning. I I uh I really felt like I'd never done it before, and mm-hmm. it was uh um yeah it's um the dividing it all up and learning how to you know the computer method is uh satisfying in the sort of uh you know um from a sort of logical perspective you there's a bunch of stuff you can do sure from the heart perspective um this was much more fun
0: i'll bet. So you were playing as a four-piece band pretty much live. Was there, was, there a, was there a lot of redoing takes, or was it pretty much a live effort? Or it was kind pretty of much nice. live, yeah. It feels yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, let me see. Well, you want to play something? Love to. Okay. I wanted to ask you about a song specifically. Um, is it Modern World? <laughs> I loved the Modern World because I was listening to that, and I... I like how it starts off with some of the sort of Disney imagery, then kind of moves off into, you know. And I love the chorus because I was actually trying to write a song like that a few years ago and I never got anywhere. And he actually succeeded. Can you talk about that song a little bit? Um,
1: Tom and I were traveling, and um, he was, uh, you know, doing doing some work online, and he just happened to sort of check Google News, and there was a, a little bit of depressing news and uh i heard him sort of sigh oh what happened to my modern world Mm. and uh i i just said you know that's a great song he said feel free (laughs) and uh i I said i said well let's write it together and uh you know so uh, the feel that i get from that song is uh it should be a wonderful list of all the sort of futuristic, visionary things that people had way back in the past that are now sort of laughable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of my favorite songs are built like that, like uh, the um, International Geothermal Year, uh, the Donald Fagan song. Mm -hmm. Fantastic song, so fun. Um, And uh, so uh, it was a fun exercise. And we were... That tour was somewhere in the Midwest, so we got to go to the Henry Ford Museum and Perfect. see the Dymaxion home. Mm-hmm. And uh, it
0: was. So, a lot of great image inspiration on that trip. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And then when I was listening to it, I think the lyric that I was spinning around was, Where's my rocket car? And it never went much past that, but it was the idea of, you know, back in the f- 50s and 60s and even 70s, we had this vision of what the future was going to look like, and here we are, and, you know, where did my future go?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how does that how does that tune go? <laughs> um. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can find that one.
0: Beautiful guitar. And what tuning is this in?
1: Open G with the third in the bass. Okay.
0: For the folks watching at home.
2: hardest render what happened to my modern world what happened to my modern world they said my leisure time was gonna be bitchin' I'd have my holographic This is Getting had already begun Cause if their world's a box of chocolate and cherries Then they just use it up and toss it away They make it post-apocalyptic and scary For us to dream about the future today This ain't the modern world that I remember
0: love when you can fit in words like Dial into a folk song too Yeah. <laughs> I was reading on the, some of the information on your website and you, had a, you used a Seinfeld quote you said often you like to write songs because there's that you can write songs about things that people can relate to and it's kind of like the Seinfeld line where he says did you ever notice how You know. So you're, if you, are there any songs in the new record that you kind of think people can relate to by the context or along that thread I uh, but as a songwriter, it's really satisfying when you write something people go, yeah, I do that too, or that happened to me, or I feel the same way, or you mm-hmm. grab something like that, or, or it falls in your lap and you can actually write, wrap a tune around it. Well, for example, um,
1: uh, sort of a, a path to personal freedom through the experience of walking out of a matinee through the back door. So, you may have the experience of, you're in the middle of some dreadful movie, maybe it's some sort of zombie movie or whatever, and you know, you just sort of feel like, this is just not the thing for me right Hmm. now. And so, you exit through the back door, and you, from the sort of monster evil darkness scenario, you step out into the sun and the warmth, and you sort of remember, oh yeah, I'm not living in the monster universe I'm here and this is good and uh, there is a uh, kind of a uh, uh, analogous sort of experience when we're feeling like this emotional world around us uh, you know is just scaring us to death and really it's the emotional sort of projections that Really are coming from, we're creating this, you know, and uh, and so the ability to kind of walk out of that, you know, the ability to um decide that this is something I have control over, um, and instead of staying in the same sort of limiting story for a lifetime, you can
0: just step
1: out, Mm yeah, it's kind of fun,
0: yeah. And kind of reminding ourselves that we, reminding ourselves that we do have control over a good percentage of this. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. song's can be very liberating that way too. Life can be too if you just like, this is mine. I can do what I want. I, I'll just come to what's going on. But I like the I like the the matinee analogy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, sort of Eckhart Tolle
1: in three minutes. That song was Outside Door, mm-hmm. and uh, it was. Uh, a, a fun journey
0: so a lot of your songs and it's probably across the board when somebody asks where do songs come from but do a lot of them come out of little epiphany moments like that like when Tom said that comment about the modern world and that'll, that'll start a trigger that becomes modern world or walking out the back door but do you have a lot of moments like that that seem to trigger complete songs or at least get you going or is it kind of a combination of things you want to write about versus things that actually happen
1: um, there
0: are lots of
1: you know, quick songs, like that Modern Mm -hmm. World one. My favorite songs, though, are the ones that are holding a possibility of how I could see the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And through the song, I can sort of feel into what it would be like to be that person, the person that sees the world that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes it very believable that I could actually... Sort of evolve uh, spiritually and emotionally and mentally, you know, to that, uh, to see the world that way. Uh, and so, um, like I sometimes say, uh, you know, imagine that you're Ed Hillary. You know, you're not Sir Edmund yet because you, mm-hmm. you haven't done that. You're still just Ed. But you get this interesting letter in the mail, and it's a picture of the Himalayan mountains. And it's an odd (laughs) angle. You haven't seen them from that angle. Right. And from the contour of the jagged ridge in the middle of the picture, you recognize which peak you're looking at. But you've never seen it from this angle. You, You realize that you're looking over that peak at another ridge that you also recognize. And the only way that you could see Over the top of this mountain, at that mountain, was, wait a minute, where's this picture taken from? You get out the map to be sure, and yeah, it's taken from the top of Mount Everest. But no one's ever stood at the top of Mount Everest. And in the foreground of the picture, there's what look like boot prints in the ice, in the snow. How is this possible? (laughs) What do you do with a picture like that? You wait for the news, for like somebody's climbed Mount Everest, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't come. And that's your dream. And when you look at this picture, it's as if you're looking through it, into a point of view that you will one day stand. And by seeing the world that way, it will define your life. And by getting a glimpse of it, it's as if you've already been there. You still have to make every step between where you are and where you're going. But somehow, because you know it's possible, all of those steps become much easier. And for me, when I get a vision of how I could see this life, this chance to, you know, kind of be at home within this skin and really take this time as if, yes, I will be alive, not just sort of reacting. I, I glimpse that and then it changes me forever because once I've seen what the world would feel like to live with that state of mind, I know that it's possible. And so songs like open hand mm-hmm. really give me that sense of ah oh, this would be so beautiful and and will be very so beautiful and uh it gets me unstuck and inspires me. That's really what I want most from mm-hmm. music, and that's what it's been all these years. Yeah.
0: It sounds like in a lot of cases, just allowing yourself to be open enough to see this remote possibility. If you can see it, it's like, okay, well, how would I get there? What would I do? And you've got to start with the first step. And yeah. Good advice for anybody, whether it's songwriting or anything you're doing in life. Allow yourself to see the possibilities and just take that first step, and envision what that might be. Can we hear open hand? This kind of, sure. of
2: direction. Tear on bright Open hand. That sky flyer's gotta face the wind. The feathers have to feel the air. He's been where she's never seen. He's seen what she could not bear. But the two of them hold it all. The high view and the muddy miles The free wing and the earthly trail The deep heart and the endless skies She can feel the wind right now Wash away her tracks and plans Really wanna live this life. Gotta hold it with an open hand. Open.
0: I was going to ask what keeps you inspired after writing so many great songs for song, but I think we've already answered that question. You just keep looking for possibilities and letting them lead to the, lead to lead to the next song. That sounds <laughs> really sweet. Looking yeah. for possibilities—that's yeah. really fun. It's inspiring yeah. for me too because I've been. I think when you're first starting out, you're you know I've got a couple of CDs done and you you're kind of marketing yourself and you, you can get really cut up on the, the music, the business side of it, trying to like find your shows and find places to play and kind of forget why you started doing it in the first place, which is kind of worrying. Like, for me now, I've, you know, I'm about a year out from my, I finished my last CD about a year ago, I've been playing a lot, now I'm kind of, okay, there's some shows coming up, but I just need to kind of, like, settle back and let some writing come again. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've been mulling over, you know, there's there's some stories I want to write, there's some things I want to write about, so it's time to kind of let my brain relax a little bit and find out what I actually want to say about those topics. And yeah, That's when it's really fun. You know? I agree. Yeah, The running gag at home is when I, I have a block or I have it written for a while or I'm just working on things and I'll tell my wife when I finish something, I'll say, honey, I can still write songs. She says, yeah, right, just great, great, because it's the thing I go through every time. I can't write songs, I'm having a block, and then I get one done because that's what I do, and then she says, well, yeah, of course you can write songs, you've been doing it for how long? Yeah. You know? But it's, it's really fun waiting for those possibilities and waiting for things to write about them when they fall into your lap and you find out, I think, what you want to say about them. It's, it's beautiful. It's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: I um, think they, the real homework is um, the, 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 the sense of... Uh, I remember that sort of cycle of mm-hmm. if I haven't written in a while, how do I get to the possibility. Of imagining that a song could come and uh, I think the real homework is just like when you uh, are walking on a trail that's a shortcut through um, and you know if one person walks it you it's hard to even track them it's hard to see where they've been Mm -hmm. but if you if you walk it enough it becomes a really clear trail and eventually, you know, a good trail is so much more satisfying than a, than a sidewalk because it has this kind of kind of
0: personality to it.: Well, it's like somebody wanted to go that way, and some other people followed and it was created.
1: So when you've blazed the trail between the impossibility and the doing it again, Mm -hmm. Um, that territory in your own heart that change from I can't do this to this is all I do Um, the uh, the ability to find that um, to navigate that place where there is no trail until there actually is Mm -hmm. Um, that's really the homework of uh I mean, that's more important than the songs. The songs are what we think is the goal. And really what the goal is, is to get to the place in our own heart where we can start to see what's worth writing about in everything. Not as if Mm -mm. we want to get more songs, but really the goal is that state of mind itself uh, where we open up the mystery and the wonder in all these situations and uh and we get from the the hopeless and the insignificant sort of state of mind to the in the flow and in the meaning and in the awe and wonder uh that's the state of mind that uh that songs come from and by thinking that what we're after is songs we can learn that uh transition from one state of mind to the other and uh the fun part is that the songs are, are not really the destination at all. It's just the. It's thing always that... the
0: journey. Yeah. Uh, it's always the journey. Someone also told me it's kind of it's kind of related, but that someone said one of the, the best songwriting tools they learned was just patience, because the next song will come, and it's it's the process, it's just being open with, letting what's going to come come that you're, you you want to communicate about. Mm-hmm. Like playing one more to cap this on? love too. Yeah. And thanks for um, letting us wake you up to do this. We really appreciate your time. I could do one
1: uh, that goes back a ways about uh, an embarrassing relationship, or I could do one uh, about uh, my visit to the Meher Baba Center.
0: Tough choice. Your choice. <laughs> I don't know. Let me try this one. What song do you want to journey to?
2: My vow of silence now forever It's the only way If you can't hear my heart When we're together There's nothing I could say The trees explain the wind Out in the distance My message is so Sending you my words through your resistance, so silent you can hear. I walked upon this earth and spoke in beauty to people all around. I waved away the words that poured right through me, never made. I spoke as loud as rolling thunder Another war could start And so I speak in silent, sacred wonder Straight into the heart I'm moving in the waves that roll the ocean me at the shore The flowers on my grave can't stop the motion closer than before If the light has chased off all your demons there's nothing you must do There's no need to explain what you leaving, they'll feel this love in you. I'm giving you the right, let love adore you, across the years and miles. I'm living this new life that's waiting for you. See it
0: That's on Open Hand. Yeah, they're all in here. Vow of Silence. Well, thanks for your time. My pleasure. Great show tonight, and we'll talk maybe some other time when you're through the area. Thank you. Thanks Thanks a lot. Wow. Once again, David Wilcox, everybody. By the way, we heard all three songs that David played were off his newest release, Open Hand. We heard Modern World, Open Hand, and Vow of Silence. And I really liked his approach to songwriting. I think it's really not about, you know, getting a bunch of songs, which is kind of what I think we all do when we start out writing. But for me lately, it's been, you know, thinking about or finding something that I want to write about and then finding what I want to say about it. And I think it's kind of what David was sort of getting across too. and finding out what's finding the path inside of yourself that gets you to the song. And that's kind of the point. Because once you've blazed that trail, to quote or to paraphrase David, and you've figured out how to write songs, you can always find that trail again. So uh, the new album is called Open Hand. You can find that at davidwilcox.com. You can also go to michaelgaither.com at m i c h a e l g a i t h e r dot com and order that and lots of other CDs from David Wilcox so uh, once again uh, I want to thank Tom Simonson for organizing this Bev Barnett and Greg Newland for letting me take over their office and waking up David for the interview Heidi David's social team media ninja of course I want to thank David Wilcox for uh, for all the inspiration it was really kind of a musical therapy session for me and giving us his time and most of all thank you for taking the time to download these things and listen to them whether you found them on my website iTunes or one of the fine online radio stations that play this Grateful Dread Radio on Friday nights and KC Cafe Radio on Saturdays and Sundays I really appreciate your time oh and one more thing I completely forgot to plug my sponsor now that we're almost done but uh, uh, I mentioned audible.com at the beginning of this and if you go to audible.com podcast.com forward slash stories and sign up for a 14 day trial as you probably know by now you can get a free download book even if you cancel before the 14 days are up and uh it kind of supports the podcast so audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories a fine purveyor of online downloadable books so check that out if you're if you're if you're listening to this and browsing around there's a link on my site as well coming up next on songs and stories we'll be talking to because we're kind of heading into festival season for the summer we'll be talking to matt Stevenson, who is the executive director and runs the american river music festival up in lotus california a very fine little festival that i was fortunate enough to get involved with a couple of years ago and uh this year i'll be playing and hosting their open mic on friday night it's a festival that really incorporates the river. There's, there's, there's river trips and hiking, two days of music, there's music at night, there's stuff in the mornings, there's all kinds of things going on. And I thought it'd be fun to talk to Matt about what goes on behind the scenes at a festival and specifically what's unique about American River Music Festival. So that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be within a couple of weeks. Again, I'm off my unintentional pseudo hiatus so we'll be having episodes on a regular basis so stay tuned and coming up in the coming weeks we'll be talking to Vicki Thorne of The Waifs. we'll be talking to a couple of folks from um, Crooked Still my favorite new band and some other uh, sort of indie songwriters you might not have heard of but you should and you will in a couple of weeks or a matter of weeks here on Songs and Stories as always thank you for your time I really appreciate it we'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories take care